masks for family? Check. Garden cleanup? Check. Schedule back pain visit? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. It looks like a beetle. What's in it? It's just like this, like, oh, what is it? It's called mystery. But now I was like, what's the mystery? He's like, strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> like, the answer to the mystery yeah, is strawberry. Exactly. <laughs> It's nice, like strawberries. It's good, right? It's yeah. awesome. I like it. And I just, there's nothing that's sad. There, I'm like, there's nothing like getting a new atomizer. Yeah. Because you don't realize, like, as time is going on, that you're like, like, trying really hard to get the juice out. And then you get a new one, you're like, oh my God, I can it's breathe so again. so much easier. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. It must be like, never mind, I was going to say. This is, the, this is the point where Derek tells me, oh yeah, by the way, there's meth in there. Oh, it's, uh, but it's, you're vaping it, so it's not that bad for you. Yeah, so we're all good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Vape, it's all healthy. Exactly. It's like eating an apple. How do you think we get through this many podcasts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With right. the mystery blend. Mystery. It's <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Nebraska Beer 30. As always, my name is still Grady McGuire. Thank you for listening. Hit the uh, subscribe button on YouTube or your podcast app. And here's your call to arms this time. If you're listening to the podcast, pick up your phone, go into your recent contacts, um, and call the person you called last and tell them to listen to Nebraska Beer 30. That would help us out a lot. Do it. Today, I am with the great, the amazing Derek Outson from What's Black up? Magic Presents. Hey. What's up? What's going on, Derek? I'm already talking over you. <laughs> yeah, you're fine, dude. I like it when people talk over me. Sweet. Yes, I love it. Because normally they have uh, something interesting to say, so that's why I... Yeah, that's I mean, why I that's a really positive. That's a positive way of looking at things, like oh, a little yeah. bit. Be like, you have something to say so badly, you're willing to be rude. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you might as well just you know like, continue. And then you get to be like the dog showing its belly. You're like, I'm submitting to your yep. <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, exactly. Right. And normally during most conversations, I don't have the fortitude like to interrupt them. The will fortitude. Yeah, the will fortitude. <laughs> yeah, the will fortitude. Um. Derek, before this, said, I have a very Will Forte vibe about me. Voice, look. Which I've, I've heard before. Comedic quality. Yeah. Oh, I thanks, man. So. I Seriously, man. I believe that. That's awesome. You awesome. remind me of a young Brad Pitt. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You actually, you have, a, you've, you have a Hollywood smile. Really? Everyone watching on YouTube. Wow. This whole podcast is going to be us complimenting oh, each other. <laughs> actually, you know, I think you're more like a Jonas brother. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> the hottest Jonas brother. Thanks. Which, wh- wh- who's the hottest Jonas? <laughs> um, Hottie McBot. That's his name. <laughs> we, <laughs> Hot Jonas. <laughs> go to Twitter and tweet at Hottie McBot. You're the hottest Jonas brother, whoever that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Derek brought a little treat today. This is Kincaider's Root Beer. Yes. Which it, I've, I've never had. I'm super excited to try this. Let's open it. I'm going to pop it open. It's slamming. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, you got it. There you go. Oh, I missed it. I missed the oh, kiss. Well, it was bottled last night and like... So I got it from my friend Benton, who works down there. And, uh, oh, you know Benton? Yeah, oh, dude. I know Benton. Benton's my He's brother. awesome, dude. I love Benton. Um, but uh, how do you know Benton? 
Um, so I work, I'm in the beer industry. Oh, I okay. work, I work for a distributor here in town that sells beer and they, <clears throat> we, we sell glacial till cider. Okay. And they always bring in glacial till at the Kincator tap room. So I see Benton all the time. Um, <clears throat> but I, I met him first. He worked at the Nebraska club. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah for way up on the 31st mm-hmm. floor of the union bank yeah, building or whatever it is. Not to knock the Nebraska club and all it's uh, prestigious glory, but Kincator is uh, a way better company in my opinion. Kincator is awesome. I mean, the Nebraska club is, it's cool. Here, let's cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, man. Thanks for being here today. Dude. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. No, like uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good, right? You got to get in on some smooth. Of this. Yeah, I, um, I think things like Nebraska Club are cool until you go into it and you're like, oh, this is all just rich old white people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not that that's you know like whatever. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it's not all rich old white people, but like, I I'd much rather. Uh, <sighs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. Like, like uh, um, I think I know where you're going. You'd much rather be in like a, a dive bar hanging out with. Yeah. And I don't even drink. More interesting people. Exactly. I'd way uh-huh. rather be in a dive bar. And you know, Kincaider is actually really cool because it's like, it's really nice and clean in there, but it's as friendly as it gets as mm-hmm. far as, you know, like that vibe of like you'd want from a dive bar, but there's no like cockroaches crawling over your feet yep. or whatever, <laughs> anything like that. Uh-huh. It's really nice in there. So you guys should yeah. go, go check that out in the Haymarket. Yeah, they've done a, they've done a great job and i've also heard their uh brewery and tap room out in broken bow is really cool too yeah i went up there to visit uh, benton yeah we played the here nebraska or here grand island duh here grand island nice and so who who were you playing with then um oh wait so that wasn't broken bow that was what was that I don't oh, know. they do have Kincaider does have a tap room in Grand Island. Maybe it was mm-hmm. Grand Island. Yep, it just just I'm the just tap dumb. room. They brew out of Broken Bow. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I haven't been to the brewery, but I've been to the one in Grand Island. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What, and what were you gonna say? Were you who uh, who were you playing with in Grand Island? Or? So I uh, so with Black Magic right here. Um, you can't. Really Black see Magic it. presents. Yeah, we'll, Black, we'll get into that yeah, here yeah. in a bit. Um, there's a couple different acts under our umbrella, and I go by Oceans with a Z and my buddy Darkwood is the other, we're like the two guys who started it. And, uh, um, and so then we got a couple of other artists underneath there: trap squad, Odinson, uh, Kevy Cav, Zarkalor. I'm just trying to name them all off. Mm -hmm. Um, million dollar hippies. I hope I'm not missing anyone else, but, uh, so we Darkwood, he's like a EDM producer and he does like a live band version of his thing, which I play guitar in. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that it's funny because we have a thing called Dark Oceans, which is just uh-huh. us, you know, like together. Sometimes we do a live version of that where like I play guitar, trigger, you know, the computer shit and he plays drums. Mm-hmm. And um, when he was starting his live band and he was like, I just don't know who to get for a guitar. And I'm like, dude, like I already <laughs> play guitar. I'm like right here. right here. And he's like, yeah, but won't people like, you know, not want to, you know, like see the same lineup all the time. And I'm like. I don't care. I, like, yeah. I as just, long as it's good music, yeah, exactly. that's all that matters. Right, exactly. Yep. And I, you know I'm reliable and all that stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, but I get it. He's very, that's the cool thing about Caleb and I is like, we think about things very differently, but we usually come to the same conclusion. Yeah. And so it's like, that's really perfect for a business because like, he's over here thinking about it like this and I'm over here thinking about it like that. We both have mm-hmm. different skills, but then we come together on the same idea and it, you know, usually makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's great to have. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about of, Zoolander. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we started recording, we were talking about Zoolander and MacGruber. Yes. Some of our, some comedies that, um, like Zoolander. Yeah. When it first came out, it was 
It was hilarious. Yeah. Like I remember, I loved it. Yeah. But now you watch it today, and it's almost like not funny. Yeah, it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah, the same rhythm. But MacGruber. Oh I man, mean, it's, it's beautiful. Still, but and that's a little Love newer. MacGruber. But it's still like so. I don't know what it is. We were talking about like how it's uh, like Zoolander seemed to be like really based on like a like a moment in time of like culture, which is like the male modeling yep. industry, blah blah blah. And it's uh-huh. like now no one even really knows what that is. Yeah, like, exactly. Now yeah. that now that would be about like Instagram models, and uh-huh. then imagine a movie about Instagram models in twenty years. Yeah, that would be shit. Like, <laughs> can we swear on this? Uh-huh. Is that okay? All right. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll try not to be Hell obscenely yeah. profane, yeah. but um, yeah. So, but like MacGruber, like that's just action movies have been around forever. Yep. And that's just kind of riffing on that. And you good. Know. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. yeah. They're they're riffing on that whole genre, mm-hmm. basically spoofing a genre. Don't watch it with your mom. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially the graveyard scene. Oh my god, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fill you up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, wait, Will Forte's in the room. I, lo- yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Brad Pitt, though, man, that's I'm gonna, that's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, I gotta go. say, that's really nice of you. I appreciate that. Yeah, he's probably. I was talking about my top favorite actors, and he was definitely up there with that. He's awesome. But it's like, oh man, he's so freaking handsome. He is. I'm not, you know, like. Well, so are you, dear? Well, thank you. Yeah, I dude. appreciate that. See, compliments whole podcast. They do, and it's like you know, it's funny because like. I, you know, I'm a straight male, yeah. but like, I can look at a guy like Brad Pitt and just be like, damn dude, like yeah. you are like on another level. Like oh, yeah. no one should even date you. Every guy, every guy has a man crush. Sure. Definitely. Yeah, like exactly. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. For me, okay. that guy's smoking hot. Who's that? Uh, Thor. He plays Thor. Oh, Thor. Yeah, Chris I can Hemsworth. see that. He's I mean, a, he's a, he's eh. a hunk. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's smoking hot. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, exactly. But that's the other thing too is like. With like, uh, like female actresses too. It's like sometimes you're just so blinded by people's beauty that it's like, yeah. what is talent even? You uh-huh. know, like uh-huh. where it's just like, and I mean, it's kind of weird that that's what acting has become a little bit. Like in the '50s and '60s, like there were beautiful people there, but there were so many people that were there like just for their talent. And uh-huh. now it's like, is it even discernible anymore? Like, who's that good of an actor, really? Or who's just really beautiful and they just put uh-huh. them on the screen because it sells? Yeah. Yeah, it is hard to tell. <clears throat> That's basically what Instagram is now these days. It's just nothing but, you know, beautiful people. Dude. There's not a ton of talent. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. There. And, like, what's really sad is that, like, I I heard somewhere that, like, the best advertising always has people in it because mm-hmm. we're all really... Uh, self-involved essentially yeah, is what yeah. it comes down to and uh-huh. so it's like we see a, a coke can and we're like yeah coke but then we see a model holding coke can and be like ooh, ooh. human like coke you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, so yeah. like yep. you're you're more into it because of that and it's just like I don't think we're ever going to get over that no no I think it's gotten worse yeah it's it's very um yeah, I think it's just ingrained into us it is because you know? well, how do you make money as an Instagram model I have no idea. You like get sponsored by like the spandex shorts you show your ass in. Yeah, like, I guess. I, what the hell? That doesn't I guess. make any sense. You just hold you just hold a lot of things mm-hmm. in your posts. Exactly. Sponsored by Concater. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I'll post music that I've worked on forever uh-huh. and be like 13 likes. And I'll put a picture of me in like sunglasses, you know, like drinking a smoothie. It'll yep. be like the biggest thing that I ever had on exactly, Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know how it works. And algorithms play a lot into it too, but totally. let's, uh, uh, well, not so much on Instagram, but 
Anyway, we could talk about that sure, forever. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, Derek, you've been a musician forever, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a long time. Yeah. I think the first time I met you was when you and Vince played together in the Damn It Dolls, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Yeah. Damn, that... that uh, Back in the day. That was like, tw- I bet, 2008 2007, eight. Yeah. 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 I think it was 2008 because uh-huh. I, 2007, I graduated high school and I was, you know, like we were in a band called Ship It on the Frisco. And uh, you can look all these up, by the way. They're probably on, still on MySpace. Yeah. On MySpace. <laughs> they're not. Are, they're are not. They, Did they get not. taken down? Yeah. Unfortunately, MySpace, like they left their band pages up, but when you go to click on the song, it doesn't play. What? So the file oh, must man. not be there. The, it or just, the player it just isn't says updated. It's there. Interesting. I wonder, dude. I so I had a personal MySpace, uh-huh. and I, 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 yeah, but it was from forever ago, and I could not remember the password. Mm-hmm. So I emailed like MySpace at myspace.com or whatever their email is. Tom and I, yeah, no, I and I, <laughs> I held a, um, I took a picture of my face and I held up like something I wrote and I said, my name is Derek Outson. This was my account. Like, look at my face. Like, I can't get into my account. Please mm-hmm. let me do it. And sure enough, like a month later, they they're like, here you go. No way. Yeah, I know, right? Dude, that's hilarious. Isn't that crazy? Normally when you do something like that, you would think that, oh, they're never going to get back to me. No. And then they got back to you. Apparently there's like five people working at MySpace, and that's all it is. (laughs) That's hilarious. People sending in pictures of themselves. Well, didn't uh, someone bought MySpace? Yeah, Um, well, like Justin Timberlake or whatever. uh, What's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Cadillac, Mitsubishi. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, I think he bought... You know, I think you look like him, actually. Do it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, just, you kind of look. You look a little bit like uh, Morgan Freeman, Derek. No, I've actually get that all the time. <laughs> Do you? And I think it's just my deep voice. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Man. It looks like you could be in Shawshank Redemption. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So yes, I've been a musician for a long time, uh-huh. and we yes, Vince and I, Damn It Dolls, and whatever, and uh, and I was super into like. Only recording like analog, you know, tape gear, yep. like playing out of vintage amps and stuff like that. And then I moved to Chicago for a long time. I lived there for like seven years. And uh, nice. I was just making like rap beats and stuff. I was playing acoustic music, playing in some like psychedelic rock bands. And my buddy there was like, he was just hearing some rap beats I was making and he was like, dude, he's like, you got to get into like EDM, man. Like you'd, you'd really like find your way with it. And I'm like, what's that? Yeah. You know, like I didn't even think that was a thing. I didn't think it was real. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then sure enough, like he got me a copy of Ableton and started making beats on it. And that was actually like really the first time in my life where I was like, I could see a viable career happening out mm-hmm. of it. And I don't, it's like economic in, in a way because you don't have to haul a band around or whatever, which is yeah. sad in a way that it's like, it's just you. Uh-huh. So it's like, you don't have to pay five other people or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, like it was also awesome because I was living in apartments and I'm like, how am I going to record a rock album? I don't have enough money to go to a studio yeah. and whatever. And I can make all this music just on my computer and play it With out. Headphones. And, yeah. and then, you know, who know, like all of a sudden I was playing bigger shows, touring way more, like getting way more success mm-hmm. and like my, you know, just idea of what I wanted to do as a musician. But that's never the way that you think it's going to work out that it does actually kind of work out. Uh-huh. It's really I know weird. what you mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, with the explosion of EDM too over the past mm-hmm. few years, I could see how uh, obviously you're very talented at, at what you do. Thank you. Um, EDM, how would you describe EDM to, to someone who's maybe never 
heard EDM. Well, it's weird because like, hey, cat. Hey, Carmichael. <laughs> Carmichael just joined us. Yeah, exactly. Right on my lap. Um, What's up, Carmichael? It's funny because EDM, electronic dance music, is actually kind of like the perfect description of it, but uh-huh. no one really wanted to call it that for a really long time because people, it had this idea of like, uh, hey, buddy, I'm allergic <laughs> to you times 10. That's okay. I still love you. <laughs> um, but uh, it's like, it became kind of this idea of like, oh, like stupid, cheesy bro festival music. Mm-hmm. So people would call it like, you know, I mean, there's always been other names like dubstep, house, different genres, yeah. but people tried to call it like different things in like electronic dance music is actually a really apt description because it's electronic. You're trying to get people to dance and it's music. Yep. So yeah, I would say, it, yeah. Um, the thing that I would like to see more is uh, like... I say this, but, like, I really don't mean to, like, harsh on anyone, but, like, it's just really hard to just be a DJ and, like, make it anymore. Like, I think Uh a lot of people really did that for a while, but now it's, like, I've always wanted to make music. That's why I got into this. And so when I started just playing all original sets, people were like, whoa. And I was like, isn't it odd that you just want to play other people's music, you know, but mm-hmm. it's really hard. It's not like a band where you can get together and just have a good sound and you just play it and it's raw and people like it. It's like, you have to know how to be a mixing engineer, a mastering engineer, a composer, a synthesis expert, like yeah. all that shit. And like, that's, it's incredibly hard. It's really, really difficult. Oh yeah. It takes a lot of training, a lot yes. of time. and Absolutely. <clears throat> so you play your track next to a professional track and it sounds like shit it's like are you going to give up or are you going to try to make your stuff sound better exactly going to buckle down and yeah. and make it sound like you want it to sound i've always liked challenges what? though like that's oh, yeah. always that's, you know i think that's what makes the best absolutely. musicians or uh, i guess best in any profession yeah you know um yeah you you touched on a point there i think back in the day people there were a lot of DJs around because they didn't have the accessibility to make music like people can right. today. Exactly. Um, it's now, all on the computer. Exactly. And now right. with um, all the equipment you can buy and all the YouTube videos that are yeah. out there now, you know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, I totally. learned, I learned, I learned so much just off of watching YouTube. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like um, how to install. We ripped up the carpet in our basement, and I looked up a bunch of videos on how to install, you know, vinyl flooring, and right. you, you can learn anything on YouTube. Well, but, and it's so weird because like. Now it's become like an insult. Be like, oh, would you learn that off of YouTube? And it's like, well, what did you learn it out of a textbook? Like, is uh-huh. it if you learned it, you learned it. Exactly. Is it really that wrong to uh-huh. like, you know, sort of figure out something in a way that's new? You know what I mean? But yeah. I think people think that because like anyone can have access to it. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole idea of like, it's oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where it's not pious. It's just this idea of like, Oh, you didn't go to Harvard. Well, your education's not as good as mine. I'm like, well, what if I know as much as you do? Uh-huh. You just have this label on it that you, and that's really what you're paying for with college. Is a label. Is yeah. a label because yeah. like you could go into any profession, and if you are as good as someone else, you won't get the job just because you don't have that piece of paper, uh-huh. which is really strange. Yeah, that is strange. That's just how it's always worked, I think. And I think eventually that piece of paper may not mean as much it's already not yeah you know it's uh-huh. so weird dude uh-huh. it's absolutely weird yeah i see people all that you know they spend years in in college and in <clears throat> studying a field then they get out of college and they're doing something that's completely different from what they 
studied, you know? It's almost like they found something different that they enjoyed. <clears throat> yeah. And and kind of pushed that degree and that label aside and said, I'm going to do this instead. Until you get your master's, every bachelor's should just be like the check that you paid for yeah. college. Yeah, that should be what you frame and then be like, oh, you paid your due. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Okay, cool. You're good to go. Like, they really don't care what your bachelor's is in so long as you have it. Yep. And like looking at things like that, just like I can't not look at the pointlessness of it. Like mm-hmm. I can look at the benefits and be like, oh, I could get a job and make so much more money and do all this and whatever. But then it's just like, do I want to be doing that with my life? You know, like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's really strange. No, I know what you mean. Different I remember strokes for different folks though. I went to, yeah, exactly. I went to school. I went to school at UNL for about a year and a half. And I knew at, as I was going to school there, I started working in the beer industry. And I knew I wanted to do something with beer, start a brewery or, or run some sort of beer business. Which is like a calling. That's really yeah. cool. Um, and so anyway, as I was sitting in these classes, I was just going for business, you know. Ooh, thank you, sir. Of course. This root beer is delicious. And I was going through all these calculus classes and all this stuff I didn't want to be in um, and uh, anthropology and I remember thinking, why, why am I sitting here learning all this stuff when I could be out um, gaining work experience with right. a company that could show me how to get to where I want to go, you know? So Absolutely. I ended up dropping out. Um, but I think, yeah, what's, what's better, having hiring someone with years of experience doing something or someone who just came out of school just reading textbooks all the way through? I think it definitely depends on the job. But yeah, like, yeah. I think experience is pretty much what anyone would say about yeah. it. But that's the catch-22 of it. It's like, uh-huh. how can I get an ex- a job without experience? And how can I get experience without a job? Yeah. So you have to be kind of willing to work for nothing. Like yeah. I see all these people on Facebook like complaining about how they're not getting what they want out of music, which is, you know, that's the example that's closest to my heart because Uh that's what I deal with every day. Uh And it's just like, I've never lived life asking why someone else didn't give me something. Yeah, There's like, and I think you have to have that. Like if you're going to succeed in something that like it requires all of you to Mm -hmm. give. And, you know, I've had my moments of jealousy all that stuff. That's human nature. But like the thing that it always came back to was me. Mm-hmm. And like I, you know, when I was a kid, I did acting and stuff. Hollywood smile. That's where yeah. I learned it. They actually, it's a class they teach you. It's nice, not something you're nice. born with. <laughs> but, uh, and you know, I, I got a lot, I, a lot of success in that. And to the point where I was even like getting paid to do it and, you know, uh, being taken out of school to go perform in like uh-huh. other parts of the country and stuff. And I had so many people that would become my friend and like after being my friend for a while be like you know before i knew you like i hated you just because you were successful and and they're like and then i met you and you know i like you blah 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 and you you know you're a good person now and it's just like i wasn't even thinking about you yeah you know what i mean and Uh that sounds like such an asshole thing to say but i really think that like in my youth that innocence of like, I just want to do this. This is what I love to do is really what pushed me past, you know, all that other BS. And I think that I'm lucky that I had that kind of, you know, thought in the back of my head or absence of thought Uh or whatever, but it's something I've always tried to carry with. And that's something I always try to tell up and coming people be like, do not worry about what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. Worry about yourself, learn from other people but never make it this thing where it's like, why didn't I get this? And it's like, well, do you deserve it? Uh-huh. I, you probably don't if you didn't get it. 
Yeah. You know, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a harsh reality. You got to look at yourself first before you can change the outside world. Yeah. That's a good principle to live by. Yeah. It really is. It's scary though. Because most yeah. people know what's inside of them or have a thought and they uh-huh. do not want to do the digging. Yeah. Because then you're like, what is underneath this? You and, know? And like you said, fear stops so many people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are they thinking about me? You know, maybe I shouldn't do this because they're going to think this. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a wonder because, too, like in the entertainment industry, is like you meet a lot of really cocky people uh-huh. and it adds to their success in a way, you in, know, yeah, because they're, they're not thinking about, I mean, at a certain point, I think the cockiest people who are just uh, brazenly egotistical, it works against them. But sometimes people think that you're arrogant when really you are just, you believe in yourself yeah. and they just see that as a sign of arrogance because they don't believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I know that like, are they think, I think I'm not so great. So why would anyone else think that they're so great? Yeah. And it's just like, no, I love myself. Yeah. You know, that's not a bad thing to say. I think a lot of it comes down to, to, um, like how you treat people too. Like you, Dude, could, be, you could be, yeah, you could be very confident in yourself and you could, you might come off as a little cocky or whatever, but mm-hmm. if you're, if you're treating people great, I think that says a lot about again. Yeah. Like people. I had people like tell me that they hated me before they knew me. And then I met them and I was just nice to them. Cause I wanted friends like uh-huh. anyone else. And they're like, I wanted to hate you and I couldn't. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's like, <laughs> you treated and, them right. All right. And then yep. that was younger. And then it's like, as I got into my twenties, <clears throat> excuse me, it was kind of like, I'm sure I had my more assholeish moments, you know, where I actually did think I was great. But then, you know, sure enough, what life does, it knocked me on my ass. Yep. And yeah. I was just like, but you got to learn from it because mm-hmm. you'll never be perfect. But when life does knock you on your ass, you got to look around and you can't lie to yourself and be like, I'm actually on my feet and be like, no, you're on your ass yeah. right now. <laughs> like you got to get yourself up, uh-huh. but you can do, only do it because exactly. if someone lifts you up and your legs don't work, you're just going to fall back down yep. again. That's so. very true. Yeah. You're like, gosh, you're like Gandhi, too. <laughs> yeah. Brad Pitt actually Brad Pitt is Gandhi. Gandhi. I don't is know he? if you knew that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've right. seen him in diapers before. Yeah. yeah. Or was he in that movie Seven Months in Tibet or something like that? I'm not sure. Dude, there's all these movies that I, oh, as a kid, like I wanted to watch because you go to Blockbuster, right? Yep. And you see all these titles. Old blockbuster. A blockbuster, yep. right. You know, you'd see different covers or whatever, and they look so good, but like for some reason you just never rented them. Yeah. And so, but now with the internet, like, Oh man, you can watch anything for free. Anything. Anything you want. It's That's, as easy as typing in blah 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 free stream. I remember with Blockbuster you would um we would rent games, you know. We had we had a PlayStation and we would we would say, All right, this game's coming out on Friday. We're gonna go to Blockbuster, we're gonna rent this game. Stay up all night. And stay up all night. Yeah. So there there's this big anticipation. All right, we're getting there. You open the door, you walk through. Not there, and you, yeah, <laughs> yep. You you take the you take that case and you peel it away from the shelf, and you're like, I hope it's back there, and yeah. then it's not there, and you're, you're no! Like, no, right. But it, nowadays, like you said, everything's so accessible, exactly. But everyone it's gets so what weird they want. because it's like having that uh, anticipation of like it might not be there because I've so been burned before. It was fun, it was yeah. great, and you didn't get what you wanted all the time. Yep. Now it's like we watch Netflix, and there's thousands of movies and i'm like i don't want to watch any of this yeah and it's like you don't yeah you don't and it's like why don't not? you remember yeah exactly what it was like right 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 but that's the human condition though yeah like the more that we are given something the less we actually want it mm-hmm. which again ties into like why don't i have this it's because you didn't earn it and yeah. it wouldn't be as fun if you didn't earn it exactly like i'm gonna 
I I have so many stories from like touring or playing shows or whatever. Like, dude, okay, so <laughs> I just even recently I so f- of course this is the way the universe works. I opened up for me and my buddy Caleb. We opened up as Dark Oceans for uh, Shades, who is this other duo of Eprom and Alex Perez. And if you don't know them, mm-hmm. you should look them up. They're amazing electronic musicians, and uh, and I I look up to them so highly. And we got we got the booking to open for them in Omaha uh-huh. a couple weeks ago, and nice. like so yeah, and so like of course in my head I'm all like, this is the moment, you know, uh-huh. like I have you know like for this year I have made it, like yep. this is as good as it's gonna get this year, uh-huh. and I'm like next year I'm gonna keep trying, but this is awesome. I'm so and of course I get up there, my computer just doesn't work. It just oh, doesn't no. work, and like we were going off of dual computer and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like. And, it, you know, so, like, Caleb had to play most of the music from the show, and I was just, like, on the fader. And I, I still put on a performance. Yeah. Like, most people who don't know what DJing is, like, wouldn't know that I wasn't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. I was adding something with my vibe, but it's just, like, that is the way the universe works. Is like, yep. if you are getting way too sure of yourself, then it's going to, like, be, like, check. Yep. And, like, the checks, yeah. Yep. And yep. I could have been, like, okay, this is the moment I quit. Yeah. Because this is the thing I wanted so badly, you know, didn't, and it's just, like, no, I need to change my thinking a little bit, you yep. know? like Just adjust. Exactly. Adapt Don't, and overcome. Mm-hmm. Expect the unexpected, which is really hard to do, but just, like, mm-hmm. prepare for the worst, I guess. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. So, we, we probably should talk a little bit about Black, Black Magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could talk about Zoolander a little bit more. We could t- yeah. yeah, right. right. I could talk about anything with yeah, you, I think. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, black, so what does Black Magic present? So Black Magic, so if you can read it like that, Black, this is actually my girlfriend's t-shirt. Mine were all dirty, so it's a little small <laughs> on me, but... Um, it looks good. Thank looks you. Good. I appreciate that. Um, black Magic with a K uh, is, uh, is, it's like, it started as a record label, mm-hmm. and then we slowly turned it into like a promotion company where we promote shows, we signed other artists, and... Uh, we, um, I don't know, like it's kind of just like become this umbrella. Oh, is the show over already? Yeah, it's right oh at the end. Oh my god, no way! Okay, <laughs> I know it goes quick, right, doesn't it? Let's go quick, yeah. So, uh, it's just, yeah, it's um, record label promotion company. We're based out of Lincoln, Nebraska, and uh, you can check us out at Black Magic Presents um, on Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. And I go by Oceans, that's my producer, producer name, so it's right Oceans on. with a Z. Oceans official. Oceans with a Z. Awesome, man. Dude, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, Derek, thanks for coming out, dude. I feel like we could talk for another, like, two hours. I know, that flew by. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah, We'll have to do another one sometime. Oh, we will. I'll interview you next time. Deal. Okay, all right. Sounds good. (laughs) Cheers, man. Cheers. Order shipments? Check. Virtual meeting? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. 
The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 